hi hello hey you beautiful human this is an awkward intro but welcome to another episode of the simply jamila podcast apparently i don't remember how to like speak or something so that's fun um it's been it hasn't been a minute i just feel like it has i've been really wanting to get like a new episode up every saturday but with the way i've been pulling all nighters for college um my sleep schedule is like nah fam you actually like need some rest so this is going up when it can and i'm thinking that it's going to be the day after black friday a couple days after thanksgiving so i hope you had a good like thanksgiving as far as eating goes i don't care for the meaning of thanksgiving to be honest but i do take it as um a holiday for like it's it's i like it for two reasons one the food it's amazing. Even though this year my family and I are going through like a challenging time during Thanksgiving, we're still managing to like eat good and I'm excited about that and kind of just being each other's presence in a very, very unique way. And then two, it's just, I mean, it's so interesting because you should honestly be grateful every day. And I always try to show gratitude every day for just random things, different things. Like right now I'm feeling the pressure from my family to figure out what I want for Christmas. And I'm like sitting here like I have everything I mean not everything that I want you know there's always materialistic things but I think I'm so content with the love and the care and the support that I have not counting at work at work is a whole different thing a whole different episode planned on my self-hatred at work but outside of work I just feel so whole and content and happy that I'm like I can't think of anything that I want and so all of that gratitude is really expressed on Thanksgiving I think my family knows that I like love them and everything but I it's something about Thanksgiving that it's like not cringy or weird to just be like hey I love you guys I'm grateful for you guys you guys are amazing um and it's not that I don't say it enough I just I don't know I don't know. There's something about Thanksgiving and like all the gratitude that I feel like is buried within really comes out. So those are the only two reasons I like Thanksgiving. Openly expressing buried gratitude in case people don't feel appreciated and eating some good food. Really? Okay, I'm recording this before Thanksgiving. So I'm hoping we have mac and cheese. I would be really disappointed if we don't. But what's up? Welcome to this episode. I'm talking about Thanksgiving and like Black Friday, which if you went out on Black Friday... I don't want to say shame on you, but I know at least where I am in America, Black Friday was all November because of COVID. So maybe there's a couple of extra deals this Friday, but you really could have like went Black Friday shopping at the beginning of the month instead of joining the other crowds who went out there and thought that there was going to be something special on this day. So just think a little smarter next time hope I didn't offend anyone. I never want to offend anyone. And I feel like I have to say that in every episode because I always say something. And I don't know. I was talking. Okay. I know this is like already off topic of this episode, but I was talking to someone at work the other day and I was pretty much like saying I'm so blunt and like straightforward. And then after I say something or do something, I think about it and I'm like, dang, that was probably really offensive, really rude. Da, 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 da. And yeah, it was on my mind. And maybe the person may or may not have needed to hear it but I still always feel bad it's like I care so much about people but at the same time I think I care so much that I'm just blunt with whatever I'm thinking or saying or whatever and I don't know I don't know how to explain it and I think I just said whatever like 20 times in the same sentence but 
I don't, I don't, I just don't know how to explain it, but I always just feel bad after I say what I mean. And I need to stop that because I, if I'm saying what's on my mind, I'm saying what's on my mind and that's that on that. Now, sometimes it makes people uncomfortable, which that's a whole episode that I already have planned. I have so many, like, it's, it's insane, guys. I have so many things that I want to talk about and so many podcast episodes in mind that I don't know how to like function as a human being sometimes. Cause I'm like, that would be so good to talk about because it doesn't get talked about enough. However, it's like the holiday season and like things are centered around 2020 ending, Thanksgiving, Christmas, da da da. So I'm trying to keep things like, I don't know, myself. Like I am not one for, I don't know, how do I say it? Like Halloween, I didn't put up a Halloween episode, but I also still want to like, I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but hopefully you understand. Like I want to stay in tune with the whole going into 2021. It's a new year, but I also just want to like talk about things that I love. So definitely expect an influx of random topics and content in January, maybe even the end of December. I haven't really decided yet. I just am so excited and there's so many things that I want to talk about. And I've already talked about like two of them or hinted at two topics that I definitely plan on covering in a couple of future episodes. So yes, that was random. Anyway, hey, (laughs) I, that was, that was a lot of words and I tend to talk fast and I think I just love talking because there's, I have, okay, I'm totally off topic here and this is maybe, I don't know, but I... (laughs) Welcome to my scattered brain. If this is the first episode you're listening of mine, I am all over the place. Welcome. But I was like thinking back. Okay, so I have that Q&A journal, like that five-year Q&A journal. And I was answering questions and I was just like having this moment of self-reflection this week. I think it also comes with Thanksgiving and kind of realizing like, holy crap, the year's about to end and I'm going to cry myself out for a week and a half because finals. And I like realized I'm doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't written a blog post in a hot minute, and yet people are still looking at my blog. I have, I'm, I don't want to say I'm inconsistent with podcast episodes, things just happen, and yet people are still listening. I am not inconsistent on Instagram, it's just, I mean, freaking college, and I still have people following me. It just kind of blows my mind that, like, I have the slightest impact on something, and so... I love talking to a mic and getting this like fulfillment that maybe what I'm saying is impacting somebody. It's just, it's a very self-fulfilling thing. And if you've listened to other episodes and heard me break down and cry, it's also kind of a therapy session for me. And so I love like going into this thinking like, yes, I may or may not make an impact on somebody's life, but at the end of the day, I'm going to have a therapy session (laughs) and that's exciting. Okay. With all of that being said, I'm excited about this episode because it's cuffing season and I really, really, really want to talk about it. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about the dating app meant to be deleted. My experience with Hinge is pretty much the gist of this episode. However, I just, I think I like really set the mood for myself when getting to record this. I mean, yeah, I was in the middle of packing my bag because I have to like go somewhere to do something and then, oh, mystery. But I stopped packing because right before this, I was listening to Romance by Camila Cabello. You cannot tell me that's not a good album. I don't care if you think she's mainstream or whatever. I don't care if you're a single Pringle. That is a dang good album. Like, oh my goodness, I love it. And then I listen to the lyrics now and I'm like, wow, she really did write like songs about Shawn Mendes. But then I have to remember she's also in a previous relationship. And so it's kind of just like, I don't know, it's just crazy. Like, 
it's so cool being able to tell when artists are actually writing their own lyrics and talking about their own experiences. It's very, very beautiful. So yeah, I was listening to that right before this. And then last night, okay, two things happened last night. First off, there's a new guy and I rarely have talked to him, but someone at work was like shipping me with him, like, you know, like romantically. And then I found out some things at work last night that like, I was just like, okay, that's, you know, he's, he's not as amazing as he seemed on her initial greeting. Again, I've hardly ever talked to him, but she said he was really nice. So then when I talked to him yesterday, he was kind of like, he wasn't mean in a way. He was just kind of interesting. And then I talked to somebody that he worked with last night and it, and then I just kind of, I don't want to say observed because that sounds weird, but you know, like you just look somewhere and then you notice certain things and it pretty much any chance of that ship sailing, like the ship sank before it even became undocked or however those boat metaphors work. So I was, I don't know if I was going to say I was going to develop a crush on him, but she said he, she, you know, she talked so highly of him, I guess, from that one conversation they shared where they were, where he was like kind. And I was like, I mean, he's tall. I don't know. That's all I had. I was like, oh, he's tall. And that was it for me. I wasn't really developing a crush, but any chance of that happening died last night. And I was like, okay, now I really, you know, want to do this podcast episode because that relates to some things. And then here's the last kicker that was like, okay, Jamila, like make time to record this, even if it means not packing and potentially falling behind on the essay that you have to write and turn in before Thanksgiving. I, (laughs) I listened to Dopamine by Borns last night. I, that album is from five years ago from 2015 and I discovered it like a couple weeks ago and it's like one of my favorite favorite albums it is that album is so perfect for this time of the year I feel like dopamine is good for like the fall time like it has a very major like fall romance vibe about it whereas like Camila's album is very like December romance I feel like there's a romance album for like every month of the year dopamine is definitely it for november and then romance is definitely it for december so i guess i'm getting ahead for december but listening to those two albums and then noticing that the one person everyone was like okay you might you guys could you know i was like ah, okay you know this is a great time to talk about dating and cuffing season and just all of that pressure because okay let me backtrack (laughs) i feel like Cuffing season, if you don't know what it is, it is when, honestly, you know what? You tell me what it is because maybe the way I have it interpreted is wrong. Maybe, okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to see what Urban Dictionary says and then I'm going to tell you what I think and then I want you to tell me what you think. Okay, so the... Okay, so the top definition is the cold season when everyone's coupling up, so you settle for a new boyfriend-girlfriend way below your standards, or you're one of the smart ones who cozies up with Coors Light and your pupper BFF. And, okay, that's actually kind of a hilarious definition, but it's, it's pretty correct. So with cuffing season... There's several different ways it can go. You're the person who does settle. A lot of people settle and they settle just so that way they don't feel alone during this holiday season. And and then, it, you know, it goes all the way to about Valentine's Day. So they settle and they date someone that, you know, it's just, eh, but they feel less alone on the holidays. Or you're already in a relationship and you're extra cute and like, oh, and like, you know, it's how cute. I actually love love. I love watching the couples that are already together and they're just like extra romantic and they're cozy and just uh, like cheesy Christmas rom-com movies exist for this reason to show the cute couples. I mean, even though they're all actors and actresses still, 
there's the single people who are content maybe with um just being single like they're just kind of vibing they're like I am not going to settle for anybody I'm just gonna be by myself chill I feel like for like for me as a single Pringle I've never wanted to like partake in cuffing season I guess I've never wanted to settle for someone to just not feel alone mainly because I'm a very independent person and I never feel lonely there's a difference between feeling alone and feeling lonely and I've never felt lonely now do I feel alone sometimes I mean yeah like right now I'm alone in the house and I genuinely feel the presence of my grandparents gone but I never I don't feel lonely right now I don't feel sad I don't feel like I need to go like drown my sorrows and like alcohol or anything I'm just like you know I'm like vibing but I don't know I forgot where I was going with that <laughs> yeah, so that's that's pretty much how I view cuffing season. There's three kinds of people. There are the people who are going to settle for a partner. This person said boyfriend, girlfriend, but it's, it's 2020, so a partner. Or you're just already in a relationship and you're extra coupley. Or you are single and you're vibing and you're not going to settle. And instead, you're going to treat yourself so you can buy yourself something for Thanksgiving, Christmas, kiss yourself in the mirror on New Year's midnight time you know how there's a big midnight kiss for new year's yeah never experienced that and then just treat yourself on valentine's day or if you really want to treat yourself and not hurt your wallet because you've already treated yourself so much treat yourself the day after valentine's day when everything's on sale so that's cuffing season and and with cuffing season i feel like a lot of people when it comes to settling that's when they download the dating apps Ooh, now we're getting into the meat of this well last Friday night, lol, please cue Katy Perry, (laughs) I deleted Hinge, the one dating app that I was on. I did that. (laughs) I don't really know where I was going with that sentence. Um, at At the cusp, at the cusp of cuffing season, when everyone else is downloading dating apps and everyone's just literally shooting their shot just to not be alone or lonely, I delete the one dating app that I've ever been on. And I think it lasted like a good month. You know, I I love Mama K. That's, I should be weird. I should be careful saying that. That's weird. Okay. So I have a friend, her name's with a K and like, she's like an older sister mom figure to me, not mom figure. Cause that's weird. But like, she's like an older sister to me in a weird way. I don't know. We're like struggle buses together in a very fun way. And so I like calling her mom because of this one hairstyle that she had. And she's like older than me. And so I call her Mama K, but then there's people in my family that call my grandmother that because my grandmother's name also starts with the K. But I'm referring to my friend Mama K, not my grandmother, because I call my grandmother something different. I feel like I should clarify that. But she really got me into it and, like, told me, you know, that my profile was good and everything. And so I have deleted it now. Sorry, Mama K, but I just, it, w- it wasn't working. I, okay, let me let me tell you my experience, okay? <laughs> I just, I my train of thought, just like 20 different thoughts flew through my head. I'm going to just tell you my experience. So I had a lot of internal debate for a long time about whether I should download a dating app. And I asked um, a lot of people for their input, their opinion. And I, okay, so I talked to one person and he was like, he didn't find the one when he was looking. He, she kind of just fell, not fell out of the sky. And that's, I'm like rephrasing what he said, mainly because I don't remember the specific text, like text message, but pretty much she came when he was least expecting it. And I feel like that happens with a lot of people is that when you're not looking, that's when you find the person that 
you like need in your life that's when you find your life partner and so I I guess I just started looking and I thought you know maybe if I download hinge and I appear as though I'm not looking then that person will come in the form of a dating app and I lied to myself but I downloaded the app anyway I downloaded hinge it it's you know technologically or like whatever the correct word is it it it's pretty nice the way the app is set up there's some things that I would definitely change and I hate that you have to pay like premium to like cancel people and look at other people's profiles when they like you but whatever I was not gonna pay premium for something that was not gonna go well um so I set up my profile um you answer you can upload about six pictures and then you answer the, like the logistics of yourself, including if you want children, have children, um, your preferences on alcohol, weed, cigarettes, and just drugs in general. And then you answer like three prompts. So the three prompts that I answered, the question or the fill in the blank, whatever, is my love language is blank. And then I put quality time, even if it's virtual. I am a very big, like, like that is my love language. <laughs> like, so the way my love languages go, and I feel like I've talked about this before. And maybe, you know, I've reached that point of like every CW show to ever exist where I'm just replete, repeating the plot and being super redundant and pointless, but whatever. I, my, my love language is quality time. That's the way that you show love to me. I come from a family where, like, we don't say I love you all the time. We just know that we love each other. So words of affirmation, like, are at the bottom for me. As long as you, like, show me that you love me by hanging out with me. And then my second, like, my second love language or whatever is physical touch. So, like, oh, this is going to sound weird, but, you know, t- touch me. Yeah, hug me, touch me. All that bodily contact and stuff and hang out with me just like watch let's watch a movie together it literally doesn't have to be anything spectacular or crazy I'm not someone that needs to go on a yacht all the time to be proved or to shown to be shown that I am loved or you know just like literally hold my hand and let's go on a walk that's quality time to me and that's physical touch and I feel loved that's literally all it takes whereas words of affirmation it's words of affirmation, it's gifts, and then there's another one. Hold on, let me Google it because Google is my friend. Acts of service. I knew it was, okay, why did, okay, yeah. So, I mean, acts of service, I guess, would be in the middle for me. So, if I had to go from, like, my love language to, like, the one that I'm, like, I could care less. So, it's, like, quality time, I, I, we gotta hang out, physical touch, and then it goes acts of service just because, like, uh, I don't really know. I, I, because I, I could, for me, like, words of affirmation and receiving gifts those two are at the bottom and so acts of service has to go in there somewhere so she's just in the middle she's she's the middle child but yeah I could care less if you tell me that you love me just show me because and I think that stems from oh god we're this is my therapy session it's happening <laughs> I think that stems from like trust issues and constant disappointment as a child like always being told something and then being like let down like I've reached the point and I think it is because of the trust issues where you can say something and like your words will mean nothing to me honestly but you have to show it to me you have to like prove it to me and that's where the quality time and the physical touch comes in so those are my love languages but I just put quality time down I, re- I found one guy and he put like all like he really went into 
detail with his question and I was like this is beautiful but with every guy there was always one major flaw and I'll talk about that in a second I want to finish my prompts though (laughs) I just I get so sidetracked so easily I also just like hit the table and you probably could hear that in the mic anyway okay so the next prompt was all I ask is that you and then fill in the blank and so I said be 10,000 percent authentic show me the good the bad and the sad because I'm realistic I know that I'm going to find flaws in somebody and somebody's going to find flaws in me minor flaws I can handle major flaws no and it's not really a flaw per se because it makes that person who they are it's more of something that I just can't vibe with and I know that it's not going to be sunshine rainbows and all that jazz all the time and I know that we all have demons that we're dealing with and so don't just show me the good aspects of you don't show me your accomplishments and like you know the things that we have in common show me where we disagree show me show me your demons I mean of course don't do that on the first date but you know take me into some things that you're dealing with take me into things that have that may be traumatizing that have shaped who shaped you to who you are I don't know why I was going to try to continue that sentence I should have just left it alone grammatically but you know show me every aspect of you and just be yourself and it's so hard to find people who are themselves and again it goes from like you can say something but I need you to show me something so that's that's all I asked was was authenticity and I just want to see everything um including the sad I love okay this is weird but I love when guys cry like it shows that they have a heart it shows that they're emotional it shows that they're vulnerable and it's it's really beautiful and then my last prompt okay this one I just <laughs> oh god I my last prompt was biggest risk I've taken and that was it and then I answered getting in a car with a complete stranger because I thought two great Danes were going to attack me this is a very true story let me tell you let me tell you the story um pretty much I snuck at oh and it was really sneaking out of my house I okay when I before I turned 18 I like was I'm I am or the eldest sibling and we got I got left oh god I'm like messing up my words I got left home alone a lot with my siblings and so there were several instances when I would just like leave the house before they would wake up and I would go to my friend's house because she lives like right around the corner but one day and I would just walk there don't know how safe this was and one day I left to walk to her house and there were like these two like humongous like muscular white great danes and I was like what the heck so I stopped walking and I just kind of stood in the middle of an intersection also not a smart idea a lot of this wasn't smart and a dude I will never forget he's a bald black dude with a weird mustache and he pulled up in a red truck and he was like do you need a ride those horses those dogs look like horses and they look scary and I was like yes so I got in the car with him it reeked of cigarettes there was like cigarette butts literally all his center console was was cigarette butts and there were some on the floor and I thought I was gonna get kidnapped because the way he looked like his eyes were not necessarily like one eye was really bloodshot whereas another one was like getting there I don't know what he was on it was just it was it was very intense and I thought he was gonna kidnap me it it was just kind of a good setup for that but instead I got in the car and he just yelled at me about getting in cars with strangers like he was mad he was like you never get a car to stranger (laughs) and I was like but I'm in a car with you and you're a stranger and he was like well yeah but don't ever do it again and I was like all right 
And so he drove me down to like the stop sign that I need to get to past the Great Danes to get to her house. And then I got out and I went to her house and it was pretty hilarious. It was, okay, it's hilarious now, but at the time it was pretty insane and I honestly could have been kidnapped. I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> That's so sad. But yeah, so those are the three prompts that I answered and that was my story of stupidity. And now the internet knows and I'm pretty sure my family will eventually find out. So yes, guys, I snuck out to hang out with my friend. After a month or so, because it's been about a month of being on the app, I had a little over 25 guys show interest. And I was like, okay, um, <laughs> all right. Um, and the only reason I know that is because I just, I, I didn't respond to them. I just let it all sit in the queue. I, okay, well, I did respond to some of them, which is why I said a little over 25, because there were 25 that I didn't respond to. They just sat in the queue. And I was like, ugh. But... Here's the the situation. I the main guys who have shown interest or not even the ones who've shown interest, even the ones that just pop up on my feed. I know that these dating apps are based off of your location, so honestly I just need to like move out the country or something. But the ones who have shown up on my feed or shown interest, there's like three things there's three things that I just find very I can't overlook them they are not flaws but they're major oofs that I just I can't handle so the first one they're conservative like just straight up conservative and I'm like you know some people are conservative and not racist but I haven't met any of those yet so (laughs) and maybe I have and I don't know it but I know the people who are openly conservative and just like super red or whatever they are racist and so I was like I'm not gonna end up with someone who's conservative that might low-key be racist and kill me in my sleep like I'm fine I don't want to handle that like no it was it was a fat no for me and then so you have that so that was one thing the second thing was that they smoked something like weed or cigarettes or just straight up did drugs and I was like no like I don't mind alcohol I mean I I don't mind as long as you're not like drinking your liver away and becoming incredibly abusive you know none of that but there's something about just like I just don't like when people smoke I've been around it not all my life but I have relatives who just smoke like crazy like their teeth are decaying I'm sure they're bodily, bodily, that wasn't even the right word, internal, (laughs) two different words, but I'm sure some of their internal organs are struggling. Lungs, I can only imagine what those look like. I don't want, I don't want that for my future husband or life partner, but I also, like, secondhand, you can die of secondhand smoke, and so I don't want that either for myself, and I already get scared just thinking about the people that I've been around who smoke and do drugs. And I'm like, I don't want any of it secondhand. I don't want that to be the reason why I go out, especially because I have my own like health issues. And I'm like, you're really just kind of screwing with me. That's why like the girl who used to braid my hair, oh, she's only braided it twice, but I really like the way she braided it. However, she smoked weed and it really like messed me up. My head hate so bad and I was like I don't want to ever have a secondhand high and that's essentially what it was and so I'm just I don't like when people are okay I don't want to be with someone who smokes something if you smoke or do drugs and that's you and that's who you are and 
I don't hate you for it, like, at all. But as far as, like, my future life partner, like, that's someone, like, if I'm going to have to literally live with you for the rest of my life, I just, I would like it to be with someone who just doesn't smoke anything. Um, So that was two. That was another big, like, no way. And then the third one, and this was, like, the most common challenge And I have, like, the biggest, like, I almost had a very big, like, insecurity meltdown situation about it, is that they were all my height or shorter. And I was like, how? If you, if they weren't my height or shorter, then they were the conservative ones or they were the ones who smoked. But if they were, like, good, like, everything else checked out, they were, like, 5'3", 5'4", 5'5", 5'6". Okay, I'm 5'6 and a half. And I thought that that wasn't tall. And then I got to work, or, I okay, I, again, I was having this insecurity bout. And so when I went to work and I asked someone about it, he was like, I mean, yeah, you're like tall for a girl. And I was like, oh, okay, well, all right. <laughs> How do I respond to that? But that was my thing. And especially because I love platform shoes. So really the height difference would be even bigger once I put my platform shoes on. And so height is just a big thing for me. And I, I know that's so incredibly shallow, but I already talked about it in an episode how shallow I am and how I actually care about those things in a guy's appearance. I'm not going to dive deep into that, but I'm just, I was baffled. A lot of the guys in my area are my height. It kind of just threw me for a loop for a second. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, (laughs) it it was kind of threw me for a loop. So that's kind of why I just like, those are the three reasons why I really couldn't find anybody. I found one person and I talked to him, but I kept trying to like make conversation and he was very short with his answers. They were one or two words. I kept asking about his interest and he never asked about mine. It was just, it was bad. So I was like, all right, let's just cancel that one out. But oh man, he had the prettiest blue eyes. Oh goodness, they were just gorgeous. Like he, he was he was beautiful to be honest he was he was beautiful but the conversation was dry and I was like this is not going anywhere for me and I think also the fact that he lived in a border state like who was gonna travel to meet up yeah it would have been too much I could just see in the future the problems that that would be um so fortunately he, <laughs> that sounds bad but fortunately he wasn't gonna make a conversation and so I was able to like ghost and end that and be done I know that sounds so bad I I ghosted someone and earlier in the year, I was ghosted. Crazy. Life comes full circle. But while I was, like, realizing the kind of guys that were on Hinge, at least for my area, I, I had a come-to-Jesus moment, you know? And this goes back to trying to act like I'm not looking for someone when I actually am. I literally just downloaded Hinge out of impatience. And I just, I'm ready you know, well, at least I think that I'm ready. And I feel like you never truly find out that you're ready for your life partner, not just a girlfriend or boyfriend. No, 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 no. You can have those. But a life partner, you are not ready for that person until that person comes. That's when you know you're ready. And so I thought that I was ready. And I was like trying to figure out like, why hasn't this happened for me yet? And because I'm impatient, I downloaded the app, but I'm I'm not ready, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I'll never know until that person comes along, until that person gets down on one knee, and then I realize, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take on life with you. I'm ready to just experience it all and, you know, help you through life, help you through this journey. And that's why I downloaded Hinge, because I thought I was ready, but I guess I'm not. And it it is what it 
is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I won't. I realized I won't find my life partner on a dating app in the middle of a pandemic. Like all of that was not adding up for me. So when everyone else is downloading dating apps, completely ignoring the fact that COVID cases are rising, like it's absolutely nothing here in America and going on dates because they don't want to be alone during cuffing season, I will be chilling. <laughs> I will be chilling and enjoying not having a dating app. And yeah, I don't know. That was my experience with Hinge. Um, it, it's, I feel like they kind of promote it as the dating app meant to be deleted. And it's for two different things, two different reasons. They promote it as it being the dating app meant to be deleted because you find a genuine connection and you fall in love or whatever. And there's no point in having the app anymore unless you're like cheating, which please like don't do that. But I realized, you know, that's, that's a good promotion, but it could also be meant to be deleted because it's just like not I don't want to say not good, but there's no one there for you. And it's the same cycle of guys. Like, I kept getting the same guys on my feed, and I was like, okay. Like, I live in a city. There's way more. I, there had to have been way more people than that in my area. But I guess because my, I don't know, personality was so particular. I don't really know. I just feel like dating apps, they are meant to be deleted for two reasons. I, you know what? Three, because I know people who are addicted to dating apps. As weird as it sounds, I know people who are addicted to dating apps. That You really need to be cut off, fam. <laughs> like, you, 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 no. But there's also the genuine connection thing. I know people who are going to eventually get married because they met on a dating app. And I think it's so, so beautiful. But then there's the third one, which is just, it's not doing anything for you. And it's a sign that you need to focus on yourself. You need to love yourself. You need to figure out what you really want. Get yourself ready to be there for someone else for literally the rest of your life. Like, I look at my grandparents, and I love my grandparents. But they've, it's, it'll be 50 years in, like, a couple of years, I think. Literally their whole lives, they've been together. And I don't really know how. <laughs> but I guess when everything, the way everything worked out, like they were just ready. They were ready to take the plunge into marriage. They were ready to have kids. Like everything worked out for them. I mean, of course there were bumps in, there were bumps in the road. I like live with them and I witness different like fussings. They don't ever argue. They fuss. <laughs> they reach that point in life where they just fuss. Like I've, I've heard stories and all this other stuff. It, it's never easy. But I think when you're when you found someone that you're ready to take on the challenges and complications and the hardships of life with, but also share the joys and the memories and the love with, then of course, you know, like you're good. But I feel like dating apps, I don't know, dating apps are good for temporary reasons, which is why they see such an increase, at least in my opinion, um, there's an increase in downloads during this time of the year because people just want something temporary. They want to temporarily fill the void. And I think this goes back to being a generation that's scared of commitment. Which is probably another reason why I will die with my dog as a single Pringle. I don't have a dog yet, but I'll get there. And I know it's going to take a couple of dogs before I find a dog that'll be with me when I'm old. I know the dog's lifespans are short. So, I know, I understand that. But, yeah. I think just being a generation that's scared of commitment, dating apps are utilized a lot especially during this time of the year because no one wants to commit after valentine's day no one probably wants to commit before valentine's day oh and with that being said i actually thought about something while i was speaking is that some people who are in relationships maybe not marriage 
they will break up with someone because they don't want to financially handle this time of the year, which I think is also just pure bullcrap. But I think it's, yeah, that's, that's just crappy. But I think it goes back to being a generation that's scared of commitment. Being a generation that just wants temporary pleasure instead of long last. People want pleasure, but people don't want to deal with the complications and the challenges that come with it. And I think that's part of the reason why we are a generation that's scared to commit. And like I said, I will die alone because of that. Because I I want to commit to lifelong pleasure. I want to, I want to, I don't want to say I want to argue because it sounds bad and I hate arguing, but I want to... I want to find someone that I can face challenges with. I want to find someone that I know that I will overcome anything with. And I want to know, I want to find someone that I know will find me, I don't want to say physically attractive, but you know, sometimes you look at your body in the mirror and you're like, why? Why is this the way it is? And I think that's where I'm not ready is that I have to find someone, I have to accept my body for everything that she is because she's, she's beautiful, but sometimes it just wish that she looked different so that way a guy would show interest and I think that's a bad mindset to have I need to love my body because it's my body instead of thinking about the fact that a man has never touched it honestly like I don't know if I've said this before but I feel like I have and if I haven't or you've never heard me say it I've never been kissed I've never been kissed so I am Drew Barrymore in the movie never been kissed like that that is me that is the future that I'm looking toward to looking forward to I'm sorry wrong word wrong English grammar just not my not my time I don't know if anything useful came out of this to be completely honest I just kind of want to talk about my experience on hinge but I kind of feel like I dropped some like wisdom bombs in there especially just exploring why cuffing season's trash I don't know (laughs) or it's beautiful it can be trash or it can be beautiful or it can be beautiful trash because there is a such thing as beautiful trash I don't know this episode was fun for me and I like talking about like relationships and dating and romance and all those kinds of things even though I don't experience that like at all and I literally just deleted the one thing that could have brought me closer to dating but at the same time that time will come when I'm ready for it and I guess I'm not ready for it I will know And I'm talking about me, but I feel like this could apply to somebody else. You know that you are ready for a relationship or a person when that person comes along. Until then, you may think that you are, but when that person comes along, I need to drink water. My saliva is building up. But when that person comes along, that's when you know you're ready because they're not going to go anywhere. I'm someone that pushes people away. So I don't know if you're like that as well, but if you push someone away and they keep coming back, that's when you know you are absolutely ready because they're ready for you. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense like at all, but I hope that it does. I don't know. This was fun for me. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to be more consistent with podcasting. Mainly, I can't wait for this semester to be over. I don't say it's kicking my butt, but I kind of reached the point where I'm so numb to school that I like don't even truly know what's going on most (laughs) of the time. Um, Yeah, I should probably like not say that most of my classes are done though so that's probably also why I'm just super numb but I do have an essay to go write so I think I'm gonna go like finish packing so I can do that so let's like you know wrap it up I guess Jamila yeah Jamila you should do that I hope you enjoy that third person conversation with myself before we head out the challenge that I have for you whether you are single or in a relationship because you can do this even if you're in a relationship take yourself on a date I think that you know, when you're single, like, of course, take yourself on a date. It's like, it's fun. It's great. And it's just kind of a reminder of like, you know, who you are. You the champ. You the man. You the woman. You the, 
you did anything. <laughs> but I think when you're in a relationship, it's important to take yourself on a date to remember who you are and to re regain some of that self-love. I think it's important to keep yourself going, keep yourself motivated, and keep yourself feeling loved by yourself. So that way the love and the presence and just you are always there in the relationship. I don't know if that made sense at all. At all. I don't know if any of that made sense. Um, but the challenge is to just take yourself on a date. And hopefully I didn't say anything offensive. I feel like anytime you talk about sexuality or gender or anything along those lines, it's really easy to offend people because you are accidentally, or at least in my case, I'm accidentally politically incorrect or not even politically but just I'm accidentally incorrect I see I just was like incorrect then whereas some people are purposely incorrect I promise I'm not I don't mean to I don't ever want to offend so sorry in advance I guess and I know that's like super apologetic of me and I have a whole episode about not apologizing but I'm on my period okay I'm on my period and when I'm on my period I'm apologetic I had that realization at work the other day when I literally said sorry like 40 times to a woman for like the stupidest thing um <laughs> with that overflow of information being said thank you for listening to this episode i will be in your ear as soon as i possibly can not in a weird way and i hope that you had a great holiday and i hope that you have a continued great holiday season i you know everyone's so focused on christmas let's not forget hanukkah or kwanzaa like you know there's so many other holidays that are celebrated and those are just the three that end up on calendars in america there could be so many other cultures that have holidays around this time of the year, but because Christmas is so commercialized, that's what gets talked about. No matter what, no matter who you are or what you believe in, who you believe in, your culture, I hope that you have a wonderful holiday season celebrating holidays that are important to you. Okay, I'm going to go now because I genuinely need to like get my crap together. So I'm going to I'm gonna say peace. So I'm just, just going to slide out, you know music complaint all right bye <laughs>